Our Father and our God, in the precious name of Jesus Christ, we thank you this day for your loving kindness. We thank you, God, because you have given us life. We pray today that, Almighty Father, even as we do this Bible study, you will be with us, that you will speak to us, you will speak your wonders, and you will speak your greatness upon our lives. I pray for our boy that, Lord, you will grant her the wisdom that comes from you, and everyone else is on their way, that, Lord, you will quicken their feet. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we believe. Amen. Amen. How your week has been, and your favorite Bible character, and why? Right? Apart from Jesus, he's a Bible character, yes, but apart from him, because all the others have died. So I mean, human Bible character. Yeah. Doesn't have to Good evening and praise the Lord. Amen. I'm still saved. I'm heaven is home. And uh, yes, it has been an interesting week. So many emergency <laughs> dramas. Uh, yeah, we have seen quite a number of, a few of them. Relationship. Yeah, we have seen a commonly. Oh, yeah. We have also seen Ngana and former pastor Eddie of Jacobs. So they are, in fact, uh, I was just thinking, uh, well, the relationship are quite uh, interesting. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are in the society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, but uh, it's a match for us to keep praying for all relationships. It's not easy. Uh, what else have happened? I've been happy. Working, I thank God every day that I have a place to go in the morning. That's, uh, that's a gift for me. And who is my favorite uh, character? Uh, uh, I love David. Uh -huh. I love David. David was quite a man in all spheres. Uh, but he was a repentant. He, he was a man who used to have a repentant heart. So, yes, yeah, so my work was super about God and alive. And as always, say, it's a good time to be alive. Pastor George, go before you, so that you get you know, mm. the twist of the whole thing. Yes. My week? Mm. Oh, okay. And my, then your favorite Bible oh, character. My week was good. My week was busy. Uh, 
and then the end of the mission is Kagawa Shule and also have, I had a lot to do, but it was a good week. My favorite Bible character in a Chazera between Paul and David. Our two See, they go separate. They just go hand in hand. Paul, because he was very aggressive and he sacrificed everything for the gospel. David, because of his heart. He was also very aggressive, but he also had a heart that repented. So that is also those are my two favorite Bible characters. Thank you. Um, so you can go next. We will start by telling us your name. Karibu sana cross generation. Thank you. Uh, my name is Francis Mohamed. Um, a friend of Kezia. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, we know Kezia. Kezia, we know. We know. <laughs> Francis, we have just. <laughs> 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 Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
small wings, which are very grateful for. Your favorite character is Hannah, of how much she prayed for what she really wanted. And how even after what after she got what she wanted, instead of how
definitely because of his crazy faith. And it's a gift I admire and I'd want to walk in it every day, you know, because then without that, without walking in faith, I don't know then what we'd be doing. And the other character is Paul. Ah, the guy is so smart. In the things and the knowledge of God, and he was unwavering, he was so focused in the things of God. And those are my two Bible characters. Hence, I'm a favorite. Good. So today, we are going to start. And how many of you know the Titanic story? Titanic. I mean, Nani, okay, Nani had you Titanic. Nani, Nani, I'll do Titanic. I'll do Titanic. I'll do Titanic. Oh, those two, Titanic. Which one is the actual story? What happened to the Titanic? The boat story. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the Titanic story. The boat, the movie, or the movie? No. I mean, the movie, yes, is based on three events. But do you do you know the story behind Titanic? Yeah. It was the biggest ship. Yeah? The facts, some of the facts. Let's shout them out. Eh? It was the biggest ship. It sank. Uh -huh. What made it sink? The iceberg. Ice, 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 mm, the iceberg. The iceberg. What about the emergency? But it was unsinkable. It was unsinkable according to? The people who built it. Built it. The name of the person who built it. Who built the Titanic? <laughs> so according to the one who built it, it's a missing tree. I can't do the story, but yeah, I know the name. According to him, even God could not sink the, the boat. Yeah. So we know the Titanic story. Come on, the movie, yeah, my friends, you know, we know the movie, they have heightened a lot of you know, emotions of love. And you know the whole story too, Juju. His iceberg and gold. Okay, don't get started capsizing. And was it how many? Was it 15,000 people? 2,500 people. 2,500 people, a lot of people lost their lives. Quite your boat. But let me give you another synopsis of the Titanic story. Okay? A few days before Titanic. Uh, left or rather took off or started sail. Yeah, there was a second captain, captain Jehovah, daughter of Mom. Come down. There was a second captain in command. His name was David Slayer. Okay, so he was supposed to set sail with the ship. Okay, but then a few days before he set sail with the ship, Ankaitwa, another assignment. So what happened? It didn't go. You know, that's the that's the good side, the good side of that story, right? But here comes the interesting part of the story. So David, there's this part called um it's like a locker. Yeah there's a place where ship no longer ship see there's usually like a pillar where those guys were not gonna binoculars, they check, they can see how far, whether there's a storm coming or how the sea looks. No, these these all those things if you've observed. So these are binoculars in are very specific and they usually locked in a particular locker, right? So David Blair, because he was the one who was supposed to and this is that I'm not making this up. Okay. He was the one who was supposed to, you know, set sail with the Titanic. He didn't go, but then he had the keys to the locker where the what is it called? The binoculars were kept, you know. There were the binoculars to the place is called a crow's nest. Right? Where you can go up there with the binoculars. Now the captain or the second captain or whoever is in charge can go and check and see, you know, what is what is coming ahead. 
So he didn't give up the keys and he missed the sale. Okay? So what happened? They started sailing. Okay? And um, maybe they didn't pay much attention to the need to use the binoculars. So they started sailing and whoever was assigned to the crow's nest, or was it either one person or two people, I, I don't know, I don't have those facts. But they didn't feel the need to need to use a binoculars. Because I mean if they if they felt the need they would have broken the locker. You know, maybe they felt really confident in themselves that they can see from the horizon, they can see from the distance. So what did they use? Their eyes. At Mapale Crossness, oh Kumbuka Of course it's misty and it's foggy. So they stood pallet observe and guess what they missed? The iceberg. Alright? So the key was missing, hence the binoculars were missing, hence the human error, hence they did not see the the iceberg, and hence the story we have today, the sad story of the capsizing of the Titanic. And that's the small detail we don't have about that story. You know, usually stand and say, Ah, you know, you are cast in a mungu. I don't say I'm a god, but also God. <laughs> you know, God can also forgive foolish talk. You understand? But then there's also that side of human error. And the key was missing, so that's why we have the story today. And so that brings me to my question today. And I know it's a question um, Pasi has asked before. We have discussed this story before. What happened to the church? You know? And we've discussed, we've discussed, we, we really get emotional about it. We never seem to get an answer. Today I'll attempt, okay, to answer. One answer. It's not the complete, it's not a blanket truth, it's not, you know. But I'll, maybe the keys in the modern, maybe the, but then it come a bolt. Hmm? I was watching this movie, the, the one that's trending on Netflix, what's the Army of Thieves. I know if you watched it, you know the one that they break into vaults and stuff. Vault, Hainanga, most of them has a combination, Moja. It's a combination of combinations, you know, like you have to unlock so many. So maybe the key is one, maybe the key is uh, many, I don't know, but today I only have one key, I believe, and I'll go right into it, right? So I'll pose, I'll pose the question to ask again, what happened to the church? What is the missing key? Why is it that we do not have authority? that Jesus desired for us to have, you know, and to make up now many stories, oh, Pastor Swayze, they are after money, oh, Jenny, you know, it's, it's a lot of things. Maybe we can refresh memorizetu and get to say a few things of why we think what happened to the church or why Christians, right, why we walk so powerlessly, yet we're supposed to have so much power. So why? These are questions we've answered before. So I just it's it's a refreshing of memory. And a moment to heighten our emotions yet again. And it's a good thing. Because it means if we are angry about the situation, we we have the need to want to change how things are and how things operate. Oh yes, and for those who don't know me, my name is Wamboy. <laughs> I am Wamboy Maina. I am a pastor with Cross Generation, and I am so many other things. But for now, I am a pastor with Cross Generation, right? So yes, why is the church not functioning the way it should? Should Brian Karibo, Kezia Karibo? Yes, tell us why is the church not functioning the way it should? <laughs> 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 
those people are uh, just stay on your own. On your own. And also, I think peer pressure still. Mm. When you hear your friend is not going at your church seems well, we tend to not church because other people like the church rather than personal reasons. Oh, nice. 
Yes. <laughs> because then that will make us, will help us answer how is the chance then supposed to be? Because we have seen it's not working. We know so many people, the exodus too. Some as exodus, we do the ministry. That is when you make it on time and you look at the comfort of your, you know, home. So why? How should it be then? What made it flourish your time when there was a lot of persecution? Yes, carry with Anna. It's good to see you after a very long time. Oh, yes. yes, we remember you. <laughs> so for me, mm -hmm. I think at that time, there was a clear vision yes. of Christ. Mm -hmm. That no matter what we go through, we know where we're going to end up. Even at the point of death, we know that we're going to go through him. To Christ, our Lord. So I think what we've lost now is a clear vision of Christ. That no matter what situation we go through, he is still good, he is still God, and through death, as in you have a clear vision that after death, you know where you're going to go. Yeah. So let's focus on Christ. Like that is what I feel we are missing. Mm -hmm. A true love of God. We have no love of God. Yeah. Love has been surpassed everything. If you love God, it does not matter what church you go to. You go to. It does not matter what situation you're in. It does not matter what you're going through. I feel like love for God is what we need as a church. Well, love has grown cold. Has grown cold. Yeah. Has become a, a relationship of convenience. Exactly. To be a God cast sponsor. No, I need to be a transactional. because I want it. Yeah. So if I get it, see you next time when I want something else. Yeah. Yeah. So her point is how church should be should have a more increased love for God and increased love for Christ as Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But me, I usually say, for whatever reason you want to get it, get it. The rest, you figure it out, you know? Whether it's for exam, whatever, and you switch up when it gets it. The rest to figure it out, all right? Yes, really. Uh, I think we should uh, go back to fellowships mm -hmm. to get away with chatting. Yeah. I don't know. more is Because I think the the objective of Paul mm -hmm. and other disciples was not to make churches. Okay. Now, okay, because a place to and a fellowship. I don't time. Like, and then he goes to another place. Anna, I don't think I have a car, so next time we will go to the house. So next time, I want to catch what increase or something like that. So according to Paul, he moved places just fellowship with people who want to more about God. And I come and come and come and come and come and meaning, I a place, I'm the same as Paul, you are... You need So, muna come to you and you have a fellowship. So I guess what was the confusion of 
So according to you, history of fancy buildings to to Like if we can do more fellowships, you know, intimate fellowships, the better. We stop yeah. concentrating on fancy buildings. Okay, good. Now let me take two more contributions on my next question. Right. So we've answered as corporates, you know, as a group. Let's you know have the love of God more and stuff. So at an individual level, why are you not performing optimally as a Christian? Because then, if the whole church has a problem, it means the individuals are dysfunctional. No? Yes. Right? So why? Why is it that as individuals, kunashida? I mean, if you want to go to the church, you want to go to the church, you understand? Like, I can, I can tell. Okay? Because I'm not looking at... You know, you can't go to the church, right? So yes, Peter. You know, I, the system is corrupt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. so we have been in that corrupt system. <laughs> because the churches, uh -huh. we have interacted with that corrupt. Yeah. So we have had corruption uh -huh. from the church since the time that you uh, we started probably going to church, or at the time that we started learning. Uh -huh. So right now we are trying to break those chains. Uh -huh. Is it easy? Probably not. Uh -huh. But my, my thing is, a Christian of now has to do extra, uh -huh. must be intentional if they want to make a difference because the system is there, the system is said that right now ask yourself why are you why are you moving from one hall to another it's because you're not this procedure that not it's the popular message otherwise you should be only in a building next that's why we keep on moving from one hotel to another <laughs> one small room to another small room <laughs> because we we have not popularized the current system so because when you speak about christ and when you do not put Pastor George's photo here, <laughs> Pastor George, we want to put the cross because that, that's my understanding. Yeah. Jesus is the cross. Yeah. I don't care whose photo is there. Mm -hmm. Me, I want to see the cross because the cross is what paid the price, mm -hmm. not my pastor. But the system demands otherwise. The, the system demands you show us your wife and yourself <laughs> <laughs> so that we come because we have to relate to the person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, it must be intention. The other question is, here yeah. we are here. Mm -hmm. We are going to accept the church. Probably somebody here does not have food. Have food because you wanted to get the bag. Have food. The question is, we are the church. Why should why should one of us go home and sleep hungry? You know, and that's where it starts. It starts from cultivating that love where we are. So please, if you are here today and you don't have, don't go home hungry. Talk to a brother, or sister. You never know. I don't think it's difficult to sleep hungry. Unless you're fasting. Unless you're fasting. Even in the book of James says, you know, you can't you can't tell them, go, you know, exercise faith. Just ask. Because that's where it starts. Are we are we ourselves friendly? So unless now we get out of the system, you know, it's like working for the government. The system is corrupt. When you get in there, you start making money, you forget. So yes, that's that's but let's try to break the change. Okay. So as individuals the system has corrupted us. We also, what I'm getting from Peter's statement, if I come to you, Emma, is that we are not powerful enough to influence our system. Even our systems in church. Like system Z, who's in a corrupt, as opposed to us redefining the system. As opposed to us working in that authority where we should then set the system and make the system work for the good of the kingdom of God. 
Okay, so again, lack of authority. Yes, Emma. Me, for me, I think one of the reasons why I'm not effective is uh, not following the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like the early church, okay, personally, I don't have a problem with structures because, as in, he organized whatever. Because even books, and even Paul speaks of the order of worship. But what you can really see in that church that Haikokwa can say to squeeze in it, to follow prompting of the Holy Spirit. Where, for example, at a time when we come and there is praise and worship, we can find announcements. Then, Holy Spirit, I can say, Masai, to not take to be our program, to not to not be our. So, if I find that even in my now when I bring it to my myself, there are some things that God tells you, whether through uh, the Holy Spirit tells you, whether through the Word or through people, circumstances. But we unataka we ya kwama yo asimkuzo yo indoctrination ya structures umezoya do things happening a certain way. So you don't want to think or follow the guidance of the Holy Spirit or even the principles that the Bible has already given us to live an effective life. For example, let me give a simple example. Is uh, one of the reasons why I really wanted to come for him mission uh, last Saturday. Uh, yeah. Yes, was because I think for the past one year, if I'm not wrong, church. I've been feeding my spirit, which is okay. It's biblical and all that. So in information church, So why am I not why am I not using that same information that I've learned to go out into the marketplace or into the field because the workers are few. So we are, we like being fed, eh? Yet God has said go. Go and share my word. But to nataka tu ile kuzoya to kwa church, maybe una preachiwa, present worship, mitango, announcements, the coffee, ni wedding killer Sunday. But you you are not effective where Sasa usha pata you information, you've been blessed and all these things to go outside and share that same gospel to others and I'm sure for every believer, whether an introvert or an extrovert, there's always a tagging in your spirit to go out and evangelize. That can be missions, can be easy door to door, whatever. It is that God has blessed you in. So I feel like if we were, if we would allow ourselves to be led more of the, or myself, by the Holy Spirit, then I would be effective in doing, um, literally sharing the, the kingdom of God to those that are around me. No, I'm smiling as you talk because you're coming closer to, you know, what's, um, what I wanted to share today. And so let's open, Matthew, I've seen your hand. I will talk to you. Alright. So Matthew 28. Matthew 28 verse 18, um, 18 to 20. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And I'm a pattern and I'm so I am going to you. Jesus approached and breaking the silence said to them, All authority that is all power of growth in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go then and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 20. Teaching
teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you all the days, perpetually, uniformly, and on every occasion, to the very close and consummation of the age. Amen. Amen.
and he doesn't make a suggestion. But before I come to that, I want to ask us, who, who do you think is the other audience? Because we see the disciples, the 11 were there. Senior, but there's another audience. Now discuss. For two minutes, there's another. Read it. If you have to read it again and again and again. Don't make it a disciple-only affair. There's another audience in that paragraph. I want you to come up with that audience.
So the disciples have died. Is it true? Yeah. Are we still living? Yeah. Is it the end of the age? <laughs> Do you understand now? We are the other audience. Alright? Because the disciples did their part. And they did it effectively. Because if you read the book of Acts 1421, Acts 
those guys know that he has come and he has to do one, two, three. Yeah. So I quit that to my father in heaven. My father in heaven does not care how I have done, what I have done. As long as I go and say, Daddy, I'm sorry. Yeah. Then uh, I remind him, you own a thousand cattle in a day. Yes. Please sell a few for your son. <laughs> Yes, yes. I, I like that. So what Peter is saying is that for him, being a child of God really has no conditions. Are there conditions to you being a daughter to your mother? Look, if you marry that man, you cease to be my daughter. No, you cannot. See, biologically, you can't. You are a daughter until she dies, until the end of time. You understand? Personally, my mom went to be the Lord a long time ago, but I am still her daughter. So not until her death, until the end of time. I can stand somewhere in front of my family members and say, I am a daughter of the late Soren. So it doesn't stop. Okay? It is unconditional. Despite what you do, you still remain a child to your mother. So the same with Jesus Christ, the same with God. No matter what you do, you still remain a, to be a child of God. Do you see? Now do you get the difference? Now what is a disciple? Who is a disciple? And so this is how you become a child of God. We know this. Yeah? Before you answer who you are disciple is. Uh, for God so loved the world that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting. everlasting life. And for many that have believed him, he gave what? To be sons of God. So it only means you believe in Jesus Christ, that he is Lord, and you become a child. It's not simple. No other conditions attached. Okay? So then what does it mean? be a disciple and what's the difference also are all children disciples of God and are all disciples children of God think it's philosophical are all children disciples of God so where she say no why so you start by telling us who a disciple is so then you can understand when you tell us not all children are disciples We'll know where you're coming from. So, uh, I think uh, a disciple is a follower. Mm -hmm. uh, being a follower, I will equate it to being, uh, being in, in like an institution mm -hmm. where there is a, a way of how they do the things. There are things like a culture of how they're supposed to do the things. Okay. Um, but the mere fact that you believe in Jesus Christ, you will automatically. Okay. But uh, you have to be intentional about following yeah. uh, this culture that is there okay. for you to be a disciple. Okay. So yes, you can be a child, mm -hmm. but not a disciple. And you, uh, being a disciple, obviously, you are a child. Yes. yes, all disciples are, are, are children of God, but not all children are disciples. Okay? Good. So, Sarah, you may let you say that uh, disciples follow, they follow, it's, it's like a system, alright? Do I have a question? No, no, no. You look like you have a question. Okay. So, disciples follow. And so, this is the definition of a disciple. My simple definition, from all the others. A disciple is a visible, right? One visible and verbal follower of Jesus Christ. Not just verbal, but both visible and verbal. They walk the talk. They talk the walk. You know, however you want to put it. They just don't sit and wait. Okay? And so, what does it mean then to be a disciple? What does is there an advantage? I'm a to 
we are comfortable being children. Same as busy boy and bubble. Yeah, bubble followers of Jesus. That's simple, right? So how then do you, what does it mean to be a disciple? Okay, so let us open the book of Luke 14, 26. Luke 14, 26.
Sasa wewe utakukitika hapo kwenye linda yuko unafanyia hapo. Until you choose to break free. You understand? Do you see the danger of remaining a child? You cannot perform optimally. So the, com the command that Jesus gave us, guess what? If you're still a child, you're not fulfilling it. It's not going to work. Okay? So what then after submitting to Jesus Christ? So here you are. You have submitted. Yes, Lord. Jesus, you're the Lord and Savior of my life and what have you. So then what's next? Matthew 13, 10 to 11. Matthew 13, 10 to 11. <laughs> Are you together? 
anaona kidogo akikwambia either it will be too harsh you won't understand you won't you'll get offended so you find a nice way of saying it but when you grow up do they have time for chills no they don't Again, you come mature. They don't tell you things as they as they are. No time for parables. If you say what you're saying, we move on with life. Are we together? So that is number one, an advantage of being a disciple. You get the mysteries of the kingdom and the secrets. It's not I am not the one who is saying, but I guarantee you will get them because Jesus said them. I am not the one who is saying it. Okay. And so if you get the mysteries and the secrets of the kingdom of God, guess what? Nothing will ever catch you by surprise. I think it's the book of Amos where he says God will not do anything without doing what? Revealing it to? To his prophets. You can be your own prophet. He reveals things to you before time. But lakini kwa nikila time tunakuanga caught off guard. Kila akati. Intelligence yetu yuko chini. Why? Because we are babes. Babes intelligence now is akua chini. Our information before. Are we together? There is growth that is required. <laughs> we need to grow. Alright? Another one. But I won't tell you to open this. Remember when Jesus said, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the powers of the enemies. Who was he talking to? Who was he talking to? Yes. When he was commissioning them. And most of the times if you read when Jesus was commissioning the disciples, he always gave them authority. Go out, heal the sick. Go out, open the eyes of the blind. You understand? Go out, cast out demons. Do you get? Why? Because they were disciples. Just a babe, out and cast out demons. Standing on spiritual maturity. I cannot go and which now brings back to my point here, church. Are you now understanding the major possibility that the reason why the church is not operating with authority is because it is full of children? Hey, even though I'm a babe, I'm a baby, totals. You understand? Baby girls and baby boys. I just want to show you it's a possibility. Do you see? Because then if the church was full of disciples, could I read you something else? Right? I wrote it somewhere and it's very, very interesting. But it says in a nutshell, discipleship is the passing on of authority. Do you understand? So how then can I give you joy and authority? Surely, you're a baby girl. You're a baby girl. I can't. You know me. I'll just treat you as that. You get no mandate, nothing. So no authority, no power. You can't move in these things, right? Because you've not reached that level of maturity. Okay? So what does authority mean? In Greek, Today I feel smart. I'm saying Greek. So Greek is gonna two words uh, authority. There is one which is exosia, like E X O U S I A, which means legitimate power. Alright? And this is the authority Jesus had. Legitimate power. He earned it, he died for it. 
In fact, he went to heaven and took he went to hell and took the keys. Imagine Shetani attack Kungo na kwake hana. Hana TV. Na vile tunamwamini a moment of doubt na mtu atakufungoza kwake jamani sure alitamwamini ya nini? He can't even call shots. Atakanyagwa. Do you know the devil can't call shots in your life unless you let him? That's how powerless he is. Alright? Then that's so I've said that so that's the that's the power Jesus had, alright? And then there is dunamis, which is D-U-N-A-M-I-S, which is power, but then in a potential form. It is the ability to. It is the potential to. Are we together? Okay? So here I'll put in, I'll, I'll use football. Again, I think I'm very, feel very nice. I know football fans. I researched before coming here from a very, very reliable source who knows a lot about football. And so you can say this is a lot of authority. <laughs> I know in football there is a governing body. Right? And it is called FIFA. Because I had to bring it home, right? Anyway, so FIFA. So FIFA has the legitimate power. Remember, not Dunamis, Exorcius, or whatever you want to call it. The other one. The legitimate power, not the potential to know. The legitimate power. It has drawn the constitution of football that governs football across the world. Do you get? FIFA is in Gilia football affairs in Kenya. I'm a Djibouti, I'm a China, I'm anywhere. Like when there's a bank, Kenya, hey, you guys, you're never playing football in this. They can, act, there's a league going on, right? They can end the league. Based on if, you're, if they're broken, they can end the league. Alright? So my new. Alright? I'm coming somewhere with this authority. But they can research it. Yeah, I think you can research. So many of our parents are not Christian. They are feeling really nice. Although the other day when we were in Zimbabwe, we did not go there, but they made a comeback. So good for them. But I hear tomorrow there is another. Comeback. Yeah. So let me let me keep quiet. Okay. So many of our people. I'm in another team. All right. So amazing. How much you prepare? Training day in day out. They have the best players. What have you done? Their record is amazing. So we are talking about the Kwakiwanja Kuchenza. Who has more power? Is it the players or the team or the body with the with the legitimate power in that particular scenario? Have you ever thought about it? So when Cristiano is there and Manu is playing and they're playing versus Man City, and you think, hey, Man City, these teams are powerful. They're strong. They're strong teams. But the truth is, their strength is potential. Okay. Manu has the potential to score eight goals and Manchester and Man, Man City need. You understand? Like, oh, there is a potential.
okay? But when we sit here, my new fans come down. We are talking about the potential of you winning tomorrow's game. It is not done. Do you get? <laughs> I'm a man city. Come down. Thank you. All right? <laughs> so it's a potential. Do you understand? And Jesus' type kind of authority, see all your potential. He did everything. He did it all. He has seen the end from the beginning. He has done it. His authority is legitimate. Now here is the best part. Remember I said discipleship is the passing of what? Authority. So when Jesus passes authority to you, guess which authority he passes? As long as you are a disciple. As long as you are a disciple. So come here. So come here, a girl to talk, a boy child, guess what you are operating with? And even that is not even perfect because some of us are not even training. We're not reading the Bible. We have the potential to heal the sick. We have the potential to raise the dead. We have the potential to build more churches and make better congregations. All right. We have the potential to advance our love to each other. But it just remains as that. For majority of us, potential. Our authority then is not exercised. And then, this is the other beauty about the authority that Jesus has passed to us. Because it's only authority too. Yeah, it's good authority, but it will help me run my day. I mean, sorry for high higher. The authority, you declare things, it will help you get a promotion. Right? Because you work with it. The authority will help you run things here or not. No. Remember Jesus, all authority has in where and where? In heaven, Matthew 28. 1820 in heaven and on earth. The same Bible tells us whatever we bind where is done what? And whatever we lose is done what? Where are we binding things and not being bound in heaven? Where are we losing things? Every Friday, Kesha. Oh Lord, generation of curses, what have you, what have you? So working, why? How can it work in your regard to how? It can't. Discipleship is the prerequisite to you attaining all these things. All right? Your power in earth and your power in heaven. I mean, it's not beautiful. So then why do we hold back from being disciples? Why do we hold back from giving Jesus 100%? Is there so much advantage on the other side? Is it easy? No. Right? Let me conclude. So how then do we make disciples, even of ourselves? <laughs> Wait. How do you make disciples of ourselves? It's good you're in this place. Now before we commission ourselves to go out there and make disciples of others, if you're not this, a disciple yourself, you cannot bring out a disciple. So how do you become a disciple yourself? For you, it's easy. Do you get? For you, it's intentionally. It's like. A relationship. Let me because I'm sure if not all of us, majority of us have been in relationships, and I'm sure some of us are even married here. So what is that one thing you have done? You have, or rather, what is that one thing you're supposed to do? Either in a relationship or in marriage, you're supposed to give yourself 100% to your partner. 
Are we together? No side shows, hakuna 50-50, nothing. Alright? So if it's the ladies, it's your man, he's the head, you're the neck, you submit 100%. Do you get? Sometimes it can be hard, and if it's, if it's, if it's the man, you love your wife 100%. Regardless. Hakuna ongena mahasira os juni ni nini love. Siku nyorosha mkono. You know? Babes, after I could ya kuangelesha siju ni nini ni him food. And it's hard. I don't know go and cook. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been taught. And I know I'm not married, so maybe in theory, it's, maybe in practice, it's hard. But it's hard. different. I know that for a fact, but that's how it's supposed to be. Even the Bible says it. It may be hard for grow, but between it's different. After discipleship, what theory in the sound rise? But for grown in heart. You get so 100 devotions to Jesus Christ that He is your Lord. That you take no step unless He asks, tells you to move. That's when you move. That's how you begin. That's how you begin your journey to being a disciple, not just a child. You wake up because look at what children do. An attacker, an attacker, an attacker. Eh? Have you seen those really? Sorry for using this uh, uh, word, but spoiled children go supermarket. I'm a Catalina toy section. Now I'm a Lanapo, and I'm a Busha Zotan, and I'm a Schlemmer, and I'm a Taka, and I'm a Taka. And the mother is there negotiating. negotiate. But yeah, the mother is negotiating. Ah, we come, we'll come for it some other day. Some of them get tired of negotiating and just buy the toy. Spoiled. So children, to make up, waiting for things to come. Things won't just happen. We'll call out to heaven, Lord bless my day, and he is faithful. He'll bless your day with what? Mercy and grace, because the sons are undeserved and mercy is new every morning. With grace, mercy, and forgiveness, you can conquer a good day. You can make a good day, but you don't have authority as much as you want to. All right? So what does it mean for you to become a, child, a disciple of God? 100% devotion. So how then do you make disciples? Jesus, again, opened Matthew 28, 18-20. He gave them. The instructions on how to make disciples. Nana kaso matena. 18 to 20. Namalizia sasa. So in case you're dozing off, wake up, I'm almost done. This is the part that will get you to heaven. You will not listen to our church. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Mutu Yes, Brian. Jesus came up and said to them. Please listen very closely because he gives the instructions on how to make disciples. Yes. Jesus came up and said to them, All authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Mm -hmm. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words. Mm -hmm. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. Thank you. Have you got the, the instructions? One knee. Go. Go. Thank you. Don't just sit there. After you go and research the word go, in how many, whatever translation, Amharic, Greek, Hebrew, Latin, Spanish, what? Go means go. Do you understand? It doesn't mean stand and pause. It means go. 
it's an action it's a verb get up and go but i am what else sometimes na kwanga spirit so you expect me to go and preach no i'm not saying i expect to go and preach again we're not being gifted the same way but madrid you interact with people on a daily basis yes and they know you're a christian yes how will then how will they admire your kind of life and ask so how can they become like you is it that you have evangelized to them no it's in your way of doing things it's in your way of solving problems which if you are a disciple your way of solving problems should be going back to the fifa if you have authority you refer to one book for all your problem solving come on your organization is functional you have a bible how to solve it come on any dysfunction you have a bible you don't switch books do you get at sucks at megwani leadership so now your main reference is sidri johnson max it's a good reference do you understand but it should come after the bible don't change books don't prioritize other books more than others if you are a disciple you only learn with one book and that is the bible your way of doing things your way of thinking your solving problems is led by the bible stop spiritualizing everything everything is in the spirit so yes i'm spiritualizing <laughs> everything everything a to z come to me i will start by telling you no god yada 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 if you don't like it go it is okay right so go and make disciples get up and go if you can't preach let your actions speak right number two what's the other instruction you gave them baptize so you make disciples in baptize again sam but umena na huko na kunanga maji watu mmoja kunanga maji about to was in my no no last injector kunanga maji So, so what does baptism mean? Baptism its origin is Greek, all right? So the Greek word is baptizo. You understand? So the origin of the word baptism is Greek. So kitambo when they needed to make say a red dress, say had a daughter and she needed a red dress or a client. So the seamstress is that time mama the tailor or whatever you want to call them, walikuwa na linen. So linen is like a black or white or whatever but see a red you get so they then take it to someone when you're going to dye is on linen and achukua and immerse kwa dye so kama tukaikuwa ya color red and immerse kwa dye ya color red inatokea ikiwa red then anashona hiyo garment ya red ama purple ama gold whatever color you want so baptism what it does it gives you a new identity do you understand So the linen was white or gray or whatever. So it's been immersed, it has come out red. Okay? So what does it mean to be baptized? Because tunaweza baptize watu. Yes, if you've done the whole immersing, it's good. If you haven't, maybe you should make a point to. But also, unaweza baptize you while you also don't understand. You baptize a sinner and you resurrect a sinner. Did you get? Why? Because you lack the understanding. What does it mean to be baptized? It means to be given a new identity because Jesus there says baptize them in what the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit which then means what trinitize them Do you see God the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit are one make them part of that unity give them that identity that they are also they can walk in communion with the Holy Trinity that's what he meant by baptizing When you when you baptize people make them understand that they have a new identity yes they're in the world but they're not of the world and make that stick in their heads 
that when they work and they do things, they have that understanding. Alright? Then finally, teach them. And Jesus said, teach them to observe the commands that Jesus now had, had given the disciples. You know, teaching someone to, to read the Bible is, is one thing. Joy, read your Bible and pray every day. Okay? Teaching that person to observe that Bible every day is another thing. Because then it means applying that Bible to your day-to-day -day life. Jesus wept. How do I apply that? <laughs> you will cry. <laughs> you get. Teach these people, the people that are bringing into discipleship, how to apply the word of God. And I remember there's a time we were, we were leaving a hangout, uh, the last hangout we had in Kitangela, and, and we were together with uh, a few more guys, Kwagari, and they were complaining. You know, see what we are. They were complaining, they were saying, Sometimes passi, tunahubiri wangu na wama pastors, also I'm assuming that the elderly pastors, na fulu wanafanya nga Bible ikai far from reality. Wanafanya kila kitu ikuwe hard to apply. Do you understand? But then how can I teach you to apply if I don't even know how to apply it? How can I teach you to apply and become a disciple if I am a child? It can't happen. Do you see? Yes? Yes, it's a possibility they are big babies. It is a big possibility and it is sad because then they're coming almost to the end of their lives. Do you understand? They have very short, I mean, you can, okay, kill them on a miyake, but of course, they would have done much more and they would have operated with greater authority if they remain under the authority of Jesus Christ and gotten that authority altogether. But here we are, we are young, and we can get all these things. Okay? Good, I'm almost done. So, final question. That said, does Jesus um, operate with us equally? Like they are to operate na Joanne, they are to operate na Brian. How many says he operates equally? And how many says he doesn't? He doesn't. Okay. So John 2, 23 to 25. My final verse. John 2, 23 to 25. Tell us. <laughs> he won't trust you. 
until you are 100% committed to him. So, back to the question that we started with before they are done. What happened to the church? Yes. Now we have a common answer. Yes, it can be there. It can be, I'm sure there are probably many others, but at least I have that one. I know that for you to get the power that is in heaven and here on earth, and especially in heaven, you know, where everything happens, where everything good is, you need to grow from being a child to a disciple of Jesus Christ. And it is hard. And being a disciple, a disciple has condition. Okay? Does it mean you won't get to heaven? Oh, we are going to, even the children will be in heaven. But the other disadvantage of being a child is that you don't even get to live out your full potential. You don't, because you lack the understanding of it. Alright? So in church, unfortunately, we are mostly children and not disciples. So why? So if we are children, what do we do? All those things you listed. Let me read them. So if we are children and not disciples, guess what? We'll not be hungry enough for God. We just want money, money, money. Because guess what? It is us then Jesus, not Jesus then us. We lack faith because it's not strong enough. Okay? Church will not be a home, that's why I say will be a place of criticism and condemnation. Why? Because we are children. And guess what? Ch ch most children are selfish. They make you feel bad. You offend a child and you tell them sorry and they still come and tell on you to their mother. You tell them sorry. You understand? Alright? Church will be about religion. Why? Because discipleship has a lot to do with relationship. Like Savesh said, you follow someone, you have a relationship with that someone. So if you're not a disciple, guess what? You'll be stuck up in systems and religion, right? There'll be division in churches. Have you seen siblings, turtles uh, fighting for remotes? And talk to Sinyong Election, actually, I see Tata Wetu, who says, right? So there's a lot of division when it comes to children. They're not mature enough to solve conflict, right? People are too busy for God. How then can you be busy? for someone who you acknowledge every day to be your Lord and Savior. Surely it can't happen. If indeed you're submitted to him 100%, you'll not be busy for him. He comes first than everything else. You understand that, that you, the Lord Jesus Christ comes before your job. That you can wake up in the morning and lose your job, but you're not going to lose Jesus. But what happens? We lose our jobs and we lose Jesus in the midst. So what are you left with? Nothing. Okay? If then Christ and their disciples, guess what? Christ will be preached more. Because the other pro challenge was that Christ, we're not preaching Christ more, we're doing more of our own shenanigans. Okay? So that is my one key to what happened in the church. And it is a, it's a, from a very individual perspective, corporately, start by you, submit yourself wholly 100%. And then everything around you starts changing, and it that becomes a chain. Okay? As long as we are 50-50 here and there, we remain children, we don't get that authority. It will, it won't come. It will not come to us. Never ever. Right? Thank you. You've been a wonderful audience. I have enjoyed. Sante Nisana.
the king stop one at the beach or na teach. See, Sindio. Yeah? I should just sit, Sindio. Then you have everyone else. Akina Matu, Kona Jificha, and the gift of Konazo. Thank you. I, I don't know what you guys have picked. Uh, what is one thing you've picked from that very provoking <laughs> teaching? We may provoke. I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. So I've written my notes. That is not apply to me. I don't know if Zako, but what stood, what stood out for you? Very quickly. Yes, Francis. I'm the church. You're the church. Mm. Yeah. See, I'm accusing the church. You're accusing yourself. I'm accusing myself. I'm accusing myself. I'm accusing myself. I'm accusing myself. i
you are stagnant in your career, you are stagnant in your finances, you are stagnant in your spiritual life, you are stagnant wherever you are, you are not growing, something is wrong. God is... So death in one area causes dysfunction in another area. If your hand is dead, okay, it will cause the dysfunction of your whole body. Your body will not function the way it's supposed to be. So guess what? If you are not growing spiritually and you are stagnating spiritually, okay, there is death spiritually. So that death spiritually causes dysfunction of everything else. As when you talk about discipleship, that is what, those are my notes. That's what I got. Like I have to grow in all areas of my life. Amen? It's a very deep uh, teaching. Children versus discipleship, disciples. Hi. But discipleship is also a process. And, and I really thank you, Aboy, for that. That was powerful. It was a good teaching. Uh, any questions? Yeah. Yes. When we say Jesus led to hell and the kids, Boy. Hi. Sasa, I know. Which key? I know your face, baby. But you should <laughs> so when you say Jesus went to hell and took the keys, what is the question? What does that mean? What does that mean? You want to try? I'm a, I'm a pastor. Yes. Any one of you? So I'll try the next one. Yes. I'll try the next one. So, Quite complicated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not that it's not can't be mentioned in a, um, before Jesus came. When people died, they didn't go Walipa Mali. That people theologists on Atitanga Abraham's person. That's what they call it. They were somewhere. They were locked somewhere because now they the, the way to heaven was Jesus, and he hadn't come. You know, time when we come So, the key, and the time when we talk about Jesus descending and going, and he fought. Actually, we read about him going to fight. He goes to war. So he fights to let, or to cut loose out when we go to place. You know, in the time Abraham's boss, that's what it's called fights and fights the devil and takes the key to that place. I think it's, I don't know now whether it's a physical place, but I know it's somewhere that's called Abraham Foster. So he takes the keys and now he lets them free and now he goes to heaven and they now come to heaven. So basically, it's, it's, in a nutshell, it's something like that. It has a lot more to understanding either why he went down than he went up. It has a lot. But in a nutshell, it's basically enough to free those people from that place and take them up to heaven with
also connected to what Brian is saying. You see, when you have the key to somewhere, you, you have the authority. You have the access to that place. And I see a thing they have to go and get the key so that person was very powerful over us at that particular moment. So today, the Brian says it's very complicated. There are regions in hell. There's a whole book in the regions of captivity. There are regions in hell. There are regions, different regions in our Amerushwa, Okay. So before Jesus went for the keys, it means he he couldn't access hell and bring people out like what Brian is saying out of those regions. Today Christians are bound in regions in hell. Their spirits, their souls are there. So you are walking on earth, but you're being tormented in hell. But on another, oh, Liam, can you come and chat us? Do you need to know how many? Are you December too? No, I'm going to chat us. Maybe we're going to chat for each other. I'm going to say, okay, Chaka, it's true. Your soul is being tormented somewhere, right? But the fact that Jesus took the keys. He can come and free you, which he actually does. He goes in out in there and frees people from those regions if they allow him to. So yes, it's a physical thing and it's a physical and it's a thing that still happens today. Yeah. Can attain that. 
but kuna wale watu wakaa tuna relax tume chill you know so thank you i think uh, if you would like to give we don't have a limit today we don't have a uh, what, uh, you know a whiteboard but you can give through our team number buy goods till number uh, if you have cash i see selima mekuja wana sio sana hallelujah so we have moved to this hall how is it Oh, how is this hall compared to the other? The chairs are okay. The chairs are comfortable. There is light. You know? What kind of camera? Hallelujah! I know, I know to my name is Bob Nasquid. 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 You know? So we'll be meeting here for, for a while. God desires for us to remain here to remain. There is an extra hall up. So if we grow into more numbers, we can open it. Okay? And we add more people. So don't let you go. Don't let please tell your friend Tia BD cover you start. Tia BD. When you're planning your week, this is my encouragement. When you're planning your week, please plan for Friday by the start. Okay? Please. Personally, I move so many things. They will see me see by the study. I move so many things. Ata kumbisika kada faili commitments. Ila tu from morning na juaga hi. Stay kuti commit in that place and then as a chilewa. You get. So kama sa church when the new enda kunakesha leo. Ilo ambia tafadari. Thank you. It's been real. Nini tu bikeni mungu saidieni. Nini tu bikeni saidieni. And they know Fridays for me. They are out. Even when I have to travel, I have to travel on Friday. I have to go on Friday. I have to go on Friday. Whether I'm teaching or I'm seated. So I want to encourage you to make time. Commit yourself. Say to yourself, I commit to be attending Fridays. Every Friday, Bible studies. At least any November, I said to another December, so commit now till the end of year. Zile resolutions, and you can finish January. Hallelujah. Mwaka haijaisha. You said that in November, not December, ni mimi na Bible study. Every Friday, kwa hapo. Kwa moja. So, fulfill resolutions, Zako, the January, December, I want to grow closer to God. So, advantages, it has idea of grow spiritually, to learn a few things from the Bible. These are Bible studies. Okay? Bible study. Everything is according to the Bible. Solutions, answers are found in the Bible. And I like what we say, we all go back to the, to one book. FIFA goes back to the Constitution. They don't go back to other things. No, they go back to the Constitution. Kenya, Kenya. Kenya. But FIFA goes back to the Constitution. Let us also learn to go back to the Constitution that we were given. All right, let me prophesy to you. Is that okay? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah? Yeah? You know, it's important to say some of these things. All right, so what I can Ken? Because Ken and Ken. And so, 
So there has been questions in your mind and in your heart. So many questions. There's been, I see you like in a boxing ring. And in this boxing ring, you have been boxed from all sides. It's as if there is all this like wind and stones and things that are just piling up and piling up and piling up on you. To a point you get to a point in your life, you are almost, you feel like you're at a breaking point. And so there's been questions because of that. Why me? Why this? Why that? Why should it happen this way? Why not this way? Yet you have been consistent in your commitment even to God. In your commitment to understand the word of God. I also see you in moments when you say, today you do life when you come. That's what I hear. But then I hear God say that he will raise you to become, that he will give you strength to be able to overcome all those challenges that are happening now in your life and that have been happening. And I see him say that he will use those challenges in your life to build muscles in you and to build what we call shock absorbers such that where you are going and the seasons that are coming in your way and where God is taking you, the strength you're building now will be required then. Because by that time, when you get to the place that God is taking you, it will not be an easy place, but you will be tougher than that challenge or the challenges that will come then. So the Lord will use what the enemy meant to destroy you for good. Because the devil orchestrated to stop you from achieving your destiny. But God will use whatever arrows the enemy threw at you, to, he will use them back against your enemies, and he will begin to prepare a table for you, because I see there are words that have been spoken about you that were not kind by people, I think it's a family, not your particular family, but there's another family, and I see people have spoken things against you, and the Lord is saying that their words will fall to the ground empty. They will not have any effect in your life because the hand of God is upon you, and his, his work will continue through you, and he will empower you, even as you struggle. Because I see Nanangana, you are struggling to do, to make things and meet. But the Lord is saying he is your provider, and he will be your shepherd, and he will provide for everything that you need. But the things you're going through now are the things that will prepare you for greatness. And when that greatness comes, you will have acquired the wisdom, the resilience, the consistency, and the discipline to handle that greatness. The Lord will also bless you in the seasons to come with a pure, good family in the days to come, in the seasons to come. And I see blessings coming your way. And I see people who thought they were hurting you by withholding something that is very key to you, something that is very important to you, they have withheld it from you. But the Lord will fight for you. And whatever has been withheld will come into your hands. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
Amen. May the Lord wipe your tears. And in the place of your tears, may He give you joy and peace. Immense joy and immense peace in your life. In the name of Jesus. And so I pray for you. And I speak the blessings of God upon your life. And I pray that no weapon fashioned against you will prosper. And I pray for peace. 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 And I pray for peace upon your heart and peace upon your mind. And I rebuke every spirit that may try to bring things, words of discouragement and doubt against you. I rebuke it now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I declare it is defeated in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It is defeated today. And you begin to walk in in something like a staircase where you will climb one step after the other because I also see chains so as if there are things that they have used to, to try and stop you when you walk, you walk three steps then you go back three more steps it's as if you are walking on the spot you're getting tired and you're sweating it's not like you're not moving you're doing things but you're not moving and today I declare that you begin to move because the chains are broken Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Alright, so watch out to hapo kidogo. Let's do again next week. That's okay. Alright? So we'll do we'll do that and I want to be encouraging people. Uh, it's it's very key for people to hear what God has to say about their lives. Alright? Amen. Amen. So Sarvesh, there is a call upon your life. And the Lord is has been using that voice, silent voice, to prepare for a greater call. You love height, but you're not your anointing is in teaching and in moving with the with the word of the Holy Spirit. But there has been many, many challenges. Many, many, I see many challenges that are coming, many forces and, and arrows that are trying to distract you from the call that God is calling you into. And I pray today for you, because I see you moving up and up and up in the area of teaching and ministry, and, I, and also and I see business. And I pray for you today, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you begin to walk in your call, so that you can move into the place of your authority. And I also see God using you as an influencer. You will influence, I see a generation that will be influenced through you. And you have the gift of leading, the gift of leadership. And the Lord will begin to sharpen that gift. And He will begin to move, in, to help you move in that gift. But you, I also see many things that will surround you, which God, I pray, will give you the wisdom to navigate in the name of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to give you more details next week. You will start to learn the upper. Amen? All right, have you given? Don't mess out. 520758 is the number for giving. If you're giving, we are in this place now. It's a better place. We are paying this hall. 
when I want to leave here, when I have booked the hall for next week Friday, right? Because I'm going to run otherwise. All right, 520758. If you have cash, please give it to Selifa. And the Lord is good. Amen? Amen. Amen. We are going to choir hapa in the Tumbia Kaiba Kamoja. Send a holy wakati. Wakutoha. Wakutoha dada. Ulichona cho. Tunguwa naoma. Warren, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you guys. See you next week, Friday. So I expect to see the same people and more. Hallelujah. Amen. Same people and more. So, Iro, Ikwine Jack, Ogeza Rowingine, Matupange Zingine Ivi, Matupange Zingine Vile. Then, the other week, Tufungue Iro Lingine. Right? Yes. All right. All right. 21st of this month, we will be having, we will do a fellowship, a Sunday afternoon fellowship. Okay? Right? But we do a fellowship. In that fellowship, we'll sing, we'll pray, I will prophesy, pray for the sick, we'll just do everything. So please come and invite more people. Amen? Amen. 21st. 21st is a Sunday. Right? Thank you. <laughs> Anyone who is here for the first time? Anyone who is here for the first time? Here for the first time, Francis. Yes. Who invited you from here? Here, Tena. Yes, yes. All right, all right. Anyone else who is here for the first time? I get it. Yeah, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Good to see you after a long, long time. Yes, long. But can you please excuse any podcast? That work. Come on, I'm so many devotions. Yeah, I will be very encouraged. No, excuse me, I check up. Kafu is not up on the same track. You pass it out for the one of you. Ama, thank you, lakini ni kwa naswani. Wacha comment kwa podcast. Alright, thank you guys. The Lord bless you. God bless you. God bless you. It's a good time.